It's time for Let's Chat with Rustin, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs just like you. When starting out, entrepreneurs often feel they need to go it alone, and I'm here to tell you that's just not the case. Entrepreneurs have a lot of questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Nick Russell, and this is Let's Chat with Rustech. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat with Rustech. My name is Nick Russell, and today we're going to get a little controversial. We're going to, I'm going to ask a question. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Now, before we really get into that and why I asked that question, I want to talk about hashtags. And some people may know, some may not, but hashtags kind of started way, way, way back in the day. We're not going to go how long because this was a platform I used. Hashtags started on a, a platform called IRC. Now, it was really cool when we had that. And a lot of the users, when IRC first started, the all the groups that were there, they wanted to be able to like group everything together and have some sort of a labeling system for all these groups. And that's when IRC came up with the idea of using hashtags. Now, as far as social media platforms go, uh, like we know them today, the first platform to really use and adopt hashtags was, of course, Twitter. And even when Twitter first started, they didn't they didn't have any hashtags. It wasn't until about 2008, um, and it started out in California. But that's kind of when hashtags really became popular. Now, the cool thing about hashtags, uh, as you may know, is that helps get eyes on your post and you're able to search using a specific hashtag. So for example, if you're in the Windsor area and you want to get eyes on your content with people from just Windsor, you're gonna use a hashtag like YQG, which is our airport code. And I'm not sure where that really started. I believe, as far as I know, um, Yvonne Pilon, who's a, uh, a young businesswoman who is one of the best entrepreneurs in our city, does a lot of work for the city. I believe it was her that kind of started using the airport code here, and it, and it took off pretty, pretty well. Now, when I asked that, that question, does pineapple belong on pizza? The really cool thing about that is how controversial that uh, question is. And it always drums up a lot of conversation online and people are pretty divided. You either love it or you hate it. Now, tying that in with hashtags, that's kind of what it's like when marketers talk about hashtags on Facebook. So some marketers refuse to use them, completely stand behind the belief that they do not work on Facebook. And then you have other marketers that, act, that use them quite often. Now, I'm somewhere in the middle for that. Um, if you're running an ad or a contest, it's, it's okay practice to use a hashtag and on certain keywords that you want to get this contest out to as part of your target market. As a general post, 
And as a general rule, I don't use hashtags on Facebook. Now, I've tested using two to three. I've tested having a hashtag on a keyword in a post. And then I've, of course, tested not having hashtags at all. And I really didn't see any difference from using them to not using them. Now, my target market may be different than yours. Your target audience may really use them. And hashtags are still searchable. It still it has the potential to get eyes on your post. That all depends on your target audience. So that's where you really want to do the research and see what works best for your brand, your company, your uh, Facebook page. So that's that's really up to you. Now, if you're going to use hashtags on Facebook, one or two at the very most will do very well for you. Uh, the, research, the research shows that if having one is best, two is the absolute most, will do will get you reach if your target audience uses hashtags. Once you get into the three and four, five all the way down, that reach significantly drops. So if you're going to use hashtags and you're going to test them out for your target audience, try to work with one to two targeted hashtags. Okay. Now obviously the next platform I want to talk about is Instagram and Instagram Hashtags are huge. Now, with Instagram, though, you're allowed up to 30 hashtags. That's not to say you have to use 30 hashtags every single post. I've noticed that if if you keep your hashtags within the 20 to 25 hashtag mark, that works pretty well. I've noticed when I've when I've tested different um, posting strategies, when I had 30 constantly. I wasn't getting nearly enough reach with straight 30. And with Instagram, there are multiple ways you can use hashtags. You can have them right in the copy of your post, which will work for some. It's not something that I recommend. The other method, you could tell your story, have your copy in the post, and then instantly have your your hashtags right underneath that. That's okay, but... When you look at a post on Instagram, when you're scrolling in your feed and you happen to see the the post, if your hashtags are bunched up against the copy, that kind of takes away from the post. You want to have your post there and your your audience able to read what you're talking about very clearly. So that's why a lot of marketers, especially if you're scheduling with the good majority of platforms, if you're using like Hootsuite or something like that, or even if you're using Creator Studio, You'll have your copy and then have a whole line of um, decimals or periods or some sort of a character. That way you separate six to 10, whatever you use that. That'll separate the hashtags. Now, if you're posting on the fly or you have a scheduling program like Loomly, we just switched to Loomly not that long ago. And that's another platform that allows you to have schedule out your first comment and that's where I will put my hashtags I'll put up to anywhere between 20 25 I do use 30 at times depending on what I'm doing but you're allowed to put that in the first comment so it separates the two so that's that's pretty good practice when it comes to to using Instagram and like I mentioned earlier you want to have your hashtags targeted now and this this goes for all platforms 
the days of using very vague, very blanketed hashtags just because they have a lot of reach, you're not going to get a lot of eyes on your post. Because if you think, if you use a hashtag like um, Go Habs Go, because I'm a Habs fan, that, granted, I haven't done the research on that hashtag specific, specifically, but just say Go Habs Go is a hashtag that has millions and millions of people using it. Now, out of all those millions, is your post actually going to show up at the top when somebody's searching that? Or if you use a post that only has, say, 1,000 to 10,000 views, you have a better chance at somebody seeing your content using that hashtag as opposed to Go Habs Go. You can still use Go Habs Go because it's probably one of the coolest hashtags out there, but I'm kind of biased when it comes to that. Now, let's go back and talk to the original platform. Let's talk about Twitter for a second. Now, Twitter hashtags are huge, and... Right there in the app, it's so quick and easy to see what's trending and see what hashtags are working and what's not. But again, that's a platform that you want to have a targeted hashtag. You can jump on the trending bandwagon for certain tweets, but for the most part, I like sticking to my target audience so I can get the message to them. Now with Twitter... It's almost like Facebook if you're going to use them. Two to three at the absolute most. And another reason for that on Twitter is you only have 280 characters to use. So you don't want to take up a whole lot of space with a lot of hashtags. You want to get your message out there. You want to have a link if it's something you want to have a call to action for. And then have two to three hashtags on that. Now, LinkedIn, when I first started using LinkedIn, I wasn't using a lot of hashtags. And recently, I I started testing that theory out, and I started using hashtags on my posts there. And I've noticed a significant difference in the before and after between not using them and using them now. Now, like the other, like Facebook and Twitter, LinkedIn is a, a, a platform you don't want to use too many. Two to three at absolute most because LinkedIn is a more professional platform where you're networking and providing value to your connections. So they don't want to see a whole string of hashtags and have the post kind of get muddied up with all of that. You want to provide the value and use two to three just to get that extra bit of a reach. So that's the quick, the easy, the, the quick way to talk about hashtags and get that information out to you. So hopefully while you guys are posting, you can start using some of those strategies and see if that works for you. And so that way you're able to reach your target audience a little bit uh, faster and get your message out there. Now, this week, I want to have a conversation and I want to see if you guys actually use hashtags and I want to see how you guys use them. Do you use hashtags on Facebook? Are you, for example, posting a post on Instagram with all the hashtags and then automatically sending that to Facebook. So if your Facebook post has has a lot of hashtags, do you not use them on any platform, maybe just Instagram? I'd love to know. So in the description of this podcast, I'm going to have the, the link for the Facebook post where I post about this podcast. And I want to talk in that thread about hashtags. So if you head to our Facebook page, 
uh, facebook.com slash rusttechmedia, you'll see this post. And the link is in the description here as well. So hopefully that helped. Hopefully that um, gave you a little insight. And I'd also love to know if you want, uh, if you put pineapple on pizza or if you absolutely hate it. That would be another fun conversation we can have. So thanks everybody for chatting again this week and we will chat with you next week. Something I struggled with when I first started out was coming up with content and not only coming up with content, but being consistent with coming up with great content for not only my own platforms, but for my clients as well. Now, this is something that you can not only use for yourself, but you can use this for your business as well. So if you want 30 days of content for free, head to info.rustechmedia.com slash social media bundle and pick up your free copy of our 30 days of content.